What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a very, a very, very, very special edition of the Wrestling Heroes and Insiders podcast, aka the Whip Show. I know what you're thinking. Whip, it's Thursday. It's 4 p.m. What are you doing on right now? But I got some juice. I got some information I got to talk about. And I couldn't do that without bringing in this man. I met him during SummerSlam weekend right in Detroit for WWE. But uh, right now, he might be uh, the hottest person in the world next to the person that we're going to talk about. I brought in Nick Haas from the House of Wrestling. He is the journalist that broke the CM Punk Jack Perry story or altercation at All In in London. Nick, welcome to the Whip Show, man. I, hey, Whip, it's wonderful to be here. I want to uh, real quick give due uh, credit to my good friend Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful, who actually broke the news that the altercation happened. We've kind of been tag teaming back and forth with specific details uh, about how it all went down. So I understand the confusion. But yes, uh, the, the Jack Perry story. And just now, like 15 minutes ago on the site, I broke the news for all the fans out there. Uh, CM Punk is not likely for uh, this weekend's collision and AEW All Out. Now, I would have explicitly said Punk is not going to be at these shows because I do not anticipate Punk to be at either of these shows. But, uh, but Tony Khan has billions and billions of dollars and unlimited lawyers. And look, anything could, anything could happen as soon as he saw that headline because to my knowledge, Tony Khan and CM Punk have not spoken directly since all in. And so I will I will hedge it at 98%, even ni- I'll put it at 99.5% that Punk is not going to be at these shows this weekend, but I will leave a very tiny little sliver of uh, minuscule hope. Uh, but do not be buying pay-per-views. Do not be buying uh, things thinking that Punk is going to be there and you're being worked or Nick Hausman is working you. I speak the truth. Do not expect CM Punk to be a part of any of the shows this weekend in Chicago. And that is so crazy, man, because I've been waiting for the official word. First of all, Nick, you're in Chicago, right? I am as I live and breathe in this very moment. Now, will you be uh, doing into the shows, Collision, All Out? Will you be there? I will be at All Out. I'll be in the media scrum for All Out after the show um, and hopefully get a couple questions in. And hopefully nobody yells at me while eating muffins. That would be great. Oh, so they let you in the all-out media scrum. All they gave me was collision. But we'll talk about that later. It's all good. Wow, whip. Cracking the whip over here. Right, right, man. But it's all good. But I want to, you know, we just broke that news that CM Punk most likely will not be at all. Very, I I will say, I would say he's out. I would go so far as to say he's out of these shows. But again, I will very, very small leave a crack of window open here because, again, Tony and Punk have not spoken directly. And what happens when Tony picks up that phone and does make contact with Punk, could be a $20 million offer, could be a, here's an army of lawyers, you get your ass yeah. to work, could be anything um, in retaliation for that. But as it stands, I do not believe Punk wants to be at these shows. I do not believe Punk plans to be at these shows. I do not think Punk will be at these shows. So I'm just going to say that very, very clearly here for all of your listeners and, and viewers. And that's what I wanted to touch on right now. You just said CM Punk. You don't believe he even wants to be at these shows. Uh, I want to work backwards a little bit. I think we, we all know that the, it's official. The CM Punk, Jack Perry altercation did occur. There's no question that it happened. There's no question they have both been suspended. Right. But, but 
there has been a lot of rumors and innuendos in between the facts. One thing, there was a situation, allegedly, let's say allegedly, that CM Punk, during the battle, the fight with Jack Perry, told Tony Khan and other members of AEW, he didn't want to even be in AEW anymore. He was done. Did you hear that? Do you believe that to be true? I, I didn't hear that Punk told Tony Khan in the moment that he wanted to quit. I've heard that. I've seen, I think Wade Keller said that. I think Alvarez has said shades of that. Uh, I heard that he yelled something more to, to, akin to this place is a zoo, uh, that there was maybe some other heated words. So it's very possible. He said he was, he wanted to quit. I, I reported on the Monday morning after this all played out that Punk's future with the company and with pro wrestling in general was questionable. And here we are. 72 hours later, and this man is not going to be appearing this weekend uh, at these shows. And um, I think, I think, I don't know. I think we may have seen the last of Punk. I mean, who knows? We'll see. Now, now also, and that was, man, but before we go there, also, Miro, there has been rumors about an altercation with him and CM Punk. No, there now, was no altercation. There was no that, altercation. That's official. Okay. You guys heard that. That's official. Because so many rumors have been going around about everybody in AEW and CM Punk, man. Now, you just stated you're from Chicago. You've actually known Punk uh, somewhat closely prior to this. You were in the original media scrum. You broke the situation about the muffins and everything. Right. What type of guy is Punk to you? Personally. Um, uh, oh, that's a great question. I think that he's a very protective guy. Um, I think that he is, is very emotionally attached to those around him. Uh, Mercurial. Um, if anybody is a Romeo and Juliet fan, he's a probably more of a Mercutio if I had to pick a Shakespearean character. Um, and you know, where's his heart on his sleeve? You know, I mean, that's the thing is if you're the kind of person that, um, you know, has a certain confidence about you, a little swagger where you walk around like a cowboy, kind of like punk walks around, you guys might get along. If you're somebody that doesn't have that kind of attitude or mentality towards life, you guys are probably going to butt heads. And and that's 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 how it is with him. You know, he's what you see is what you get. WYSIWYG. Nice, nice, nice. Well, you know, when he first came back after the first incident, where do you think his mind was at then? Do you think he clearly was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I believe in AEW. A situation occurred or you know what? I'm just coming back to get this money, man. I think that he would have preferred. I think he preferred showing up and trying to have a fun time doing pro wrestling than sitting in a courtroom with lawyers uh, battling litigiously about how he wanted to try to find opportunities elsewhere, or pursue Hollywood interests or not be wrestling, which I don't think he wanted to do. I think he wanted to try to keep wrestling. I think punk came back wanting to wrestle and wanting to work with young talent and get talent over and, contribute and enjoy these these years of his time in his career and that is no longer happening um so i think that he came back after the all-out altercation on collision with the intention of giving this the best go that he could um you know it was very obvious that the uh, uh the uh, the young bucks and the elite camp were not are not going to sit down with punk they are no that's not happening i don't i don't see it happening at any time in the future happening so uh, you have to do a divide then, right? Or you're going to be sending these two people into the same fish tank every day, a couple of beta fish uh, biting at each other's tails, um, or you get two fish tanks. And that's what I gather Punk fought for. Tony Khan conceded was the best idea. And that's where we got where we're at right now. So there you go. 81,000 people were in All Out in London. Excuse me. 81,000 people were in All In. Now, I want to ask you, man, 
obviously busted open Dave LaGreca. All those guys are talking about the altercation has overshadowed such an amazing event, man. But as, as journalists, we have to report this. I mean, do you think it really put a, a scar on all in at all? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I think that this will be a tale of two shows from now on. You know, it will be both the most historic show of all time. Actually, it will be the most historic show of all time, potentially for multiple reasons, gate attendance. And because maybe it featured CM Punk's final pro wrestling match of all time. And, you know, I, if he, if he doesn't, again, I don't want to give anybody a shout. I don't want to give anybody a shred of uh, hope that he will be on these shows this weekend. Cause I really don't think he will be on these shows this weekend. Um, I think that this the show will be looked back on as a as a show where the company really uh, had uh, exposed some of the uh, the issues that led to maybe a rebalance. I'm not really sure. But the, of course, this will not go unnoticed in the history books when it comes to CM Punk in, in this show. No, not at all. Absolutely, man. And for the first time publicly, people that work for AEW are making comments. Mark Henry made a statement on Busted Open Radio this week, clearly saying Tony, you can't just keep smacking people on the wrist. You got to pretty much drop your balls. What mm -hmm. do you do? If you're Tony Khan in this situation, you got this magnanimous event you just put on, but you also got to deal with a lot of guys going back and forth. And we talk about CM Punk, but he's not the only one in the locker room that's having ups and downs, as you probably are aware of. What, yeah. do you, what would you do if you're Tony, Tony Khan? Man, I would empower my agents. As what I would do, I, I would try to stop putting this all on myself as judge, jury, executioner of everybody in the locker room. Um, I would have uh, set ground rules that that people need to play by. Um, I it man, I am just shocked that when he resigned the elite, that there wasn't some come to Jesus, you know, moment where it's like, hey, I'll give you guys this NBA money. We can get back to getting on. But this is the point in the road where I have conditions, you have conditions, and one of my conditions to make this valuable and worth my investment is that you guys have to work with Punk in some capacity. And if not, then we need to figure out where we're going. Because if these guys were allowed to come back without any kind of understanding about what was the dynamic was going to be like between them and Punk, then you're just setting yourself up for, for a disaster here. And I, I, I'm really trying to remain unbiased in all of this, but right. it, is so, it is so obvious you know, from everything I'm hearing that the it is the elite camp, more specifically the Bucks, that do not they will not sit down with this guys. They will not normalize relations with CM Punk. They will not normalize CM Punk. They want to make him uncomfortable from everything I can gather, and they would like him to leave. And they very well may have gotten their wish already. And, and it's such an unfortunate situation. AEW is doing amazing things for a company that has only been going on for a few years, man. But we, we know the stories of WCW and how it imploded from the inside. Right. I hope that this never happens to AEW, but man, and since we're going there, how do you move forward? Let's say they do decide to part ways with Punk. How do you think this affects AEW in the long haul? They said yesterday at Dynamite, the ticket sales were nothing, let's be honest. Um, I don't know what the numbers are looking like right now for Collision and All Out, but do you think AEW can still move forward and still be the strong super company? I, I, I mean, it, it'll, it, it's up to them. Right. Right. I mean, I think it's definitely going to hurt their negotiations with Warner brothers discovery. If they lose somebody so valuable as they're trying to get this billion dollar bag that we've all heard about. So, I mean, if punk goes out the door, that certainly is a negotiating block that, that Tony Khan has lost there. 
uh, with the fans. I mean, it's going to be weird this weekend, isn't it, Whip? Man, oh, my God. All my buddies right now are in such a dismay. I, I literally put a poll up on both my Twitter, well, X, and my Facebook page saying, do you fire Punk? Do you fire Perry? Or do you just suspend both of them? And it is crazy. It is almost 50% on both polls. Like, there are people that still love Punk to death, and there are people that saying, well, Perry, you know, he needs to go. And it's just a oh, an unfortunate thing, man. What about Perry in this situation? Perry did go on the pay-per-view and make that statement about the glass. What, what would you do with him? I, I think that what's happening with Jack is probably what needs to happen. And it's happened with other young talent in the company uh, to varying degrees. You know, you, you suspend him, you send him home, you take, take a little money out of his pocket and then you bring him back to work. Uh, I think that they're doing what they should be doing to Jack Perry. I, it, with CM Punk, it's a very different situation with these guys that have lots of money that have lots of clout guys that you don't want to lose that you don't want to see either go back to WWE or just, have again Warner Brothers Discovery, David Zasloff looking at you watching valuable pieces of your car flying off in the wind. There goes a there goes a side mirror. There goes a windshield wiper. There goes one of the tires. All of a sudden, your beautiful car doesn't look and run quite the same, and it doesn't have the same value that it, it once did. And so I I think you could do that with a Jack Perry. I think you could do that with a Sammy Guevara. Even an MJF who mysteriously left after calling Tony an effing money mark. I spoiler, I think he may have actually been suspended. Um, so I just don't think it's not as easy to do with these guys that that have leverage over you. And the problem here with Tony is I think he's allowed it to get to a point where so many people have gotten freedoms and feel comfortable quote unquote going into their business for themselves or working the sheets, as you say, as people say and making things divisive. And since it didn't get reined in, it has run away and it is rampant. And I don't know how you put the genie back in the bottle. You know, it's going to really take, you know, putting the hammer down, but there's a lot of guys there that just, they're like, dude, if you try to put the hammer down on me, I'll, I'll ghost. Can you, fire, that, can, can you fire or suspend somebody that doesn't want to be there? Aren't you giving them the what point. they want? You exactly. Know? We, we, like I said, we saw this 20 years ago with WCW, man. Uh, it's no. like, it's happening all over again. And speaking of that, I want to bring this up. Nope, you know, WWE, Triple H, they know what's going on out there. You think he's got to be watching and hearing all this. Do you think he's looking at it like, hmm, we're leaving openings to take some of these guys down the road for MJF or maybe Sammy Guevara, anybody who's not happy? What do you think WWE is looking at this whole craziness? I think that... Um... I don't know. I, I, it's interesting with WWE. They're really not hiring people right now. I mean, when the merger comes along, Punk certainly has a UFC past, right? He's done commentary for UFC fight past shows and things like that, I believe, as well. So there's a relationship there. There's obviously a relationship with WWE. I could see it for no other reason than financial purposes and maybe a chance to cut another pipe bomb and get some stuff off your chest. But big part of me thinks that I think CM Punk, I think this may, I think he may either leave or take another extended period of time away from pro wrestling. But at his age, an extended period of time away from pro wrestling is leaving the business that, you know, I think there's a lot more things for Punk to do outside of pro wrestling than there are left for things for him to do inside of pro wrestling. And you know, it's no guarantee you're going to main event WrestleMania as he's quick to tell you. <laughs> and it's, 
You know, there's just so, and there's no guarantee that when you sign a contract with WWE that you're going to get treated the way you want to get treated and get the things that you want. And that's something else he's been outspoken about. So I, I, again, I don't want to look too far down the pike here, get anybody too riled up. I will tell you to not get excited for this weekend. If you want to see CM Punk in Chicago, I do not think that is happening. Uh, But I also don't, I, I, I'm more negative than positive that he will continue being a pro wrestler. I think he's probably looking at, I think he probably looked around the room in Vegas this weekend at the cauliflower alley club reunion, looking at this award he had in his hand, looking at all these people that he's respected and watched, you know, his whole career and was happy. And if you look at him in those photos from the cauliflower alley club, he's happy. He's happy. Why would you go from this kind of feeling of satisfaction and happiness and appreciation back into a space where, you know, there's going to be some altercation. There's going to be some news story. There's going to be something. It's one thing or another rake after rake after rake sideshow Bob style. And you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You get a re- you, you hit a certain point. You're just too old. You get too burned out. There's no mountains left to climb. I don't really know what's left for this guy. I'll be honest. Uh, I totally agree. I totally agree, man. And like you said, he's been doing the MMA thing is doing a commentary for that. I definitely think punk probably should go ahead and walk away. He's done it all. He's even won the AEW world title. So he's done everything. And I don't know if it's a good space for him to be back in AEW, but we talked about the elite and the division. I know you're close to some of the guys in the company internally. What do you think some of the other guys are thinking? Because FTR, they've been standing next to him. Still, they love him to death. Some of the other guys think he's great for business. Uh, Paul white and other things. But what do you think deep down the moral, the morale is about him? Um, I think that it's, uh, I think there's, I don't want to say a divided locker room because I think there are a lot of people that like both parties. Honestly, I think there are some people that are divided and would prefer to work with punk or they would prefer to work with the elite. And maybe those are because of issues on their own. Right. Again, I think there are a lot of people in the middle here who don't care and would be fine working with everybody involved. You know, there are a few, um, that feel one way or another about each other. I do think that with punk gone, it's going to send a very strong message to the locker room. You better be, you better be allied with the elite. You better be with us because if you are not, it does not matter who you are, how big you think you are. We run this place. We run this place. And that is going to change the dynamic of that locker room. And that is so sucky, man, because I know you've had jobs before. And it was that one guy that thought he ran the whole job and he wasn't even the supervisor. You know, you know what I mean? But now they're going to have new guys coming in and you're going to have to kiss the feet of the elite, man. They're going to probably put that in BTE, by the way. Kiss the feet of the elite. But elite, there's some elite feet, man. They got some fly, <laughs> fly kicks, man. They got all the they, nice sneakers. Yes, they know? do, man. Yes, they do, man. Well, Nick, I don't want to keep it too much longer because I know you're very busy, man. You got to get ready for the events this weekend. But I do just want to bring up one more time. Like, if you were talking to a Tony Connor, you kind of said it already. But just look him dead in the camera and say, bro, this is what you need to do. Fix the company. Just kind of give him a word, man. Oh, how to fix the company. You know, I, I don't want to I don't want to tell Tony how to run his business. Um, Tony has experience in different uh, companies where there are very inflated personalities, uh, football, soccer or football times two. I'm sure Tony has watched guys in a football locker room beat the piss out of each other. 
you know, say horrible things about each other's wives, get in fights, all that kind of stuff, drunk driving, wife beating, all that kind of thing. You know, every piece of drama that comes with being an NFL owner. And in some ways, I look at what's going on in AEW and I'm like, man, it's really not that bad compared to what Tony's probably been through with some of these other endeavors that he's in. Right. And so part of me thinks that Tony kind of looks past it a little bit. is just like, guys, just whatever, man. We're just all trying to work together with a with a hope that they'll work it out for the sake of what's best for the team. And it's not like a football team. It's not like a soccer club. Pro wrestling is a group of individuals, and you don't get ahead in pro wrestling by uh, stats. You can look at a football player's stats. You can look at a baseball player's stats, decide who to swap out in positions, try things out. Pro wrestling is objective. It is an art form. You get ahead if you are the guy in the room that is getting the most attention. And sometimes to be the person in the room getting the most attention means getting rid of other people who are getting more attention than you. And that is just how pro wrestling works. And so Tony can figure out on his own how he wants to address that situation. But I definitely think there's a lot of peacocking going on over there right now. And it is certainly driving some wedges in between different people and not making for a very cohesive work environment for many. Okay. Okay. Now, there's the pay-per-view coming up. You already said we don't expect to see Punk. Are you excited for anything on the pay-per-view coming off of a pay-per-view last weekend? Is there anything that really like? I can't wait for that. Yeah, yeah. Here, let me bring the card up real quick because, like, I actually think on pay. I mean, I think John Moxley, um, and and Orange Cassidy. I mean, it's gonna they're gonna go out there with a chip on their shoulders. You could you could hear it in Orange Cassidy's voice in that oh, promo. Yeah, on Dynamite where it was just like, I'm here. I don't, I don't cause drama. I have a title belt. I'm important. I'm a great wrestler. Focus on me. I'm not going to be the guy to be making a bunch of noise on the, on the pro wrestling sites about issues that are going on. So I think that match will be very good. Um, I think that the, I, I think that the bullet club gold versus FTR and young bucks match will obviously be very, very good because of everybody that's involved. Um, Omega Takashita will probably be good. I would, I would hope. Um, but this card, you know, it's, it's interesting that it happens during, uh, the same weekend as payback because they're kind of the same, right? Like it's like, it's like an AEW payback kind of show, you know, Romans punk's not going to be there. Roman's not going to be there. You want to see MJF and Adam Cole, but they're going to hold it off for a bigger pay-per-view. You know, it's just like Jimmy and Jay. A lot of similarities between these shows. And usually when there's shows like this where the expectation is low, they over deliver. So I'm optimistic that I'm going to walk in here. Like, I don't really know what to expect. Impress me. And I'll probably get impressed. And I expect that to happen on Saturday and Sunday night. Sounds good to me, man. Well, Nick, thank you for coming on. I want you to shout out where they can follow you at and everything. And like I said, hopefully I get to see you Saturday. Cause I'll be in town on Saturday for collision, but shout out what you got going on. Uh, yeah, well, I am so happy to be here with it. You, you've got great energy. And, uh, as somebody else who is, Spent time falling down on mats. I always appreciate talking to other people in the space who have actually got some in-ring in business experience. Um, you guys can come follow me over at House of Wrestling, H-A-U-S of Wrestling.com. We're at Wrestling House, uh, H-A-U-S, over on Twitter as well. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, noon Eastern live on Premier Streaming Network with brand new episodes of Punditry and Insight, a lot like this with different co-hosts and guests and things like that. And uh, I'll be at like I'll be at all out this weekend. So keep an eye out for me. If you're there, Big Gay Brunch, uh, StarCast on Friday. Uh, you see me come say hi. I might have a sticker on me. Uh, you get a, you get a free sticker. You see me say hi. 
Salute. Thanks. And guys, I got to tell you this really quick story about this man. So oh I met him at the media scrum. We were at the event. They were doing it at a King High School in Detroit. They had a lot of kids. And we kind of were just chopping it up. But don't let Nick tell you he's not a good guy. He's, oh he, he can be intense, but he's a really good guy. We were standing in line to do interviews. And you don't even remember this. There was another uh, journalist that was kind of trying to move to the front of the line. Nick mm -hmm. was like, no, no, what are you doing? There's a line. You kind of pushed the guy, told the guy. And so he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to cut. And he walked away. And I said, Nick, thank you. I was new to this, so I didn't want to cause any problems. And you said, Whip, I got you, bro. I have no problem being a bulldog, making sure everything goes right. And, it was well, just an awesome moment, man. As Paul Heyman had told everybody, obviously, Nick Hausman doesn't have a problem starting problems <laughs> or creating them, I guess. So, no, I, I know exactly what you were talking about. Those rooms are intense, man. Savages. Everybody's circling around for that sweet, sweet, uh, sweet, sweet content like piranhas in the Amazon. So, yeah, for sure, man. God. Well, thank you very much, Nick, for coming on the show. Had a blast, man. And again, I will see you guys. And make sure, check out HouseOfWrestling.com. It's amazing. It's, everything's on there is amazing. Everything's on amazing. And I am Whip. You know, you can check me out. Facebook Live, YouTube, all the podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeart, Apple, whatever they got. If it's a platform, Whip is on there. The Whip Show Podcast. See you next time. Take care, y'all.